0: How do we receive from God? We are down to the issue of asking in faith. We haven't explained that for some time. James told us that without it, we cannot receive. Even the Lord Jesus said it to us clearly in the book of Mark chapter 11. He said, whatever you will ask, believe in your heart that you have received it and it shall be granted you. And I said that the ability to believe, the capacity to believe is something we must all build up. There are many methods we use for building the capacity to believe. I cannot go into it this time around because it's a bit out of the scope of what we are discussing. However, let me recommend, please, go to our website, kwm.com.ng. There are loads of messages in there. They are all for free. You can download them for free, all right? And there is a book I recommended. I'm recommending again. It is titled, Great Faith Can Be Yours. That book is on how to build your capacity to believe. It's also there. You can download it, all right? But for more information on how you can get uh, it, physical copies, please call our office all right or send us an email now so the point I'm making is that please build up your capacity to believe all right listen to my series of messages the force of faith there are 26 in number each one about 30 minutes in which i discuss this issue of faith and how to build up your capacity to believe so we are looking at how a man re- believes that he has received from god i said last time that we must be full of thanksgiving and have our confidence that our father is real And he answers us. One of the points I made is that a man who believes that he has received stops worrying. He does not worry. I remember the man that's on, uh, a man, Elisha. There was a time an army surrounded the mountain where he was with his servant because they wanted to arrest him. And then the servant was so disturbed, but he knew that there was protection around them. Whether he had physically seen it or not, I do not know. But he knew that God had protected them. So he was relaxed. And the servant came to him and said, Alas, my master. How shall we do? And he stood the boy, relax, there's no problem. The boy said, how can you say there's no problem when there's this, there are these soldiers around us? He said, listen, those who are on our side are more than those who are with them. How can you say that? Finally, the man had to pray to God. He said, please open the eyes of this boy. And this young servant looked and he saw the chariots of God, angels of God surrounding the mountain. So you see, there was no need to worry. Therefore, he calmed down. The master, whether he saw that thing himself or not, I do not know. But he had confidence that God had protection for them, so he calmed down. Being calm is a sign that you have believed. If you are not calm, you have not believed. You need to go and pray, Lord, help my unbelief. Please don't even think that you need to persuade God to help you. Sometimes people say that I've prayed, God has not answered, so let me go and fast. As if their hunger will now make God answer. No, it doesn't work like that. Sometimes you need to take time out so that you check out what it is that is hindering you from receiving. But it is not because God didn't hear you. It is not because God is not going to answer you just because you were hungry when he came praying. The only thing we gain, really, from the fasting thing is setting our eyes aside to see what is the stone that we may need to remove from our lives. Remember, last time we said that we must be full of thanksgiving. Jesus was full of thanksgiving even while Lazarus was still dead. Then he now began to speak to Lazarus. The first thing he did was he told them, remove this stone. So we must be careful. To remove all the stones of our lives that may be blocking our answers from coming out of the grave. I give the example of a young mouse looking for admission into university, yet he does not have the prerequisites, all right, complete. He should go back and make sure that his worst result is complete. And he should try to learn, not just to gain admission. Those are the stones that may obstruct us. So let me just emphasize again, we must be full of thanksgiving all the time. He said, don't be anxious, don't have any anxiety. One of the methods by which you ensure you are not anxious is to continually give God thanks. Give him thanks all the time because you know he has heard you. Now, the next one I want to make, I'm picking from the book of James chapter 4. This is very important. Now, James says something in verse 7 and in verse 8. He says, Submit therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Now, please notice that. He said, Cleanse your hands, you sinners. And purify your hearts, you double-minded. Now please, you must realize that James was writing to the Church of God here. So when he used the word sinners, even though he was writing to Christians, he was trying to imply to them that sometimes they do things that are not right for Christians to do. And that's what I want to explain here. If indeed you are expecting to receive something from God, you must be careful to make sure that you cleanse your hands in the process. If God is going to bless you, he will not bless you through unrighteous means. Do you understand the point I'm making here? That is, let us assume I need the money and I'm a young woman. If I have prayed hard, listen, one of the things that Satan comes to do is to tempt. Satan is a tempter. Sometimes, of course, what he tempts with is a solution to your problem. If you are going to receive from God, never fall for the temptations of Satan in trying to solve your problems. So you're a young girl, you're in school, your father wouldn't send you money. Maybe because he does not have, and you need to pay your exam fees. And exam is starting in about two weeks' time. The money is about 100000 naira. You don't have a dime as of today. You've called your brother. He's broke. There's no uncle to help you. And your father says he was expecting money. He's still expecting money. The money is not coming. This is temptation. Then one day, one of your friends tells that they are going for a party. You will meet men there who will give you money. Please, that is the money of iniquity. That is pure iniquity. It is not God supplying your need. God, listen, he will never use a method of iniquity to meet the needs of anybody. That's what James was saying. Cleanse your hands. Purify your hearts. Don't even let your mind go to the place where you think iniquity is the way by which God will help me. A young man once, he said he had me preaching on radio. He needed money and he had gotten involved in all this Yahoo, Yahoo, 419 kind of thing. You understand? And then, of course, he now heard me preach. So he wanted to stop. He now told okay, let him just do this one last one and then he will get the money and set up a business. I think there was something I now said to him that was when he now came to see me. He said, listen, I told him simply, don't try it. That is what is called the temptation of Satan. One of our brothers told me the other day that he and his friend got involved in this thing. No, he was preaching. I was there actually. Alright, he was preaching. Many years ago he and his friends got involved in this thing and then, you know, uh, then they did a very big deal. You know what I'm saying? That is, they hit a good job. I don't know. And this is also fraud, all right? This is internet fraud. This is, a, you know, uh, what they call it, advanced fee fraud. It's pure fraud. The money was going to come. The deal had hit. The money was going to come. But before the money came, he gave his life to Christ. Or he dedicated his life to Christ. He used to be a Christian those days, but he backslid. And so what now happened was that after he gave his life to Christ, look at how the devil behaves. The devil now went and ensured that the money came. And when the money came, his friends now called him and said, Look, oh, we know you're a Christian now, but at least the job we did before you give your life to Christ, come and collect your portion of the job. And the money was good. And this was a young man that's, that was broke. And listen to me. James said, cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. This is double-mindedness. You want something from God, you still want the devil to help you supply the needs that God is supposed to supply. So He said he was confused, so he went to go and talk to his father. And his father, he told the father the whole story. His father, who was a clergyman, told him simply, listen, anyone who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not worthy of the kingdom. He said he took the word of God from that. He called his, his former friends and said, guys, I have left that thing alone. I do not want the money. Now, this is the testimony. He said, as of today, when he was telling the story, while he was preaching, he said, do you know I am the only one that is alive of all those boys? I was a group of, we were a group of boys, friends, maybe like Four or five or six of them. I can't remember the exact number. He said, but as of today that I'm telling you this story, I am the only one that is still alive. All the other boys collected money. They are dead. I can assure you of one thing. If he had collected that money, most likely he will also be dead. And if he is not dead, he will be in serious trouble that will take him many years to come out of. But because he cleansed his hands and he purified his heart, then God delivered him from trouble. If we say we have received We believe we have received. We must ensure. That is one sign. Remember, we talked about thanksgiving. We are always giving God thanks. Then we cleanse our hands. We cleanse our eyes. We remove everything that looks like shortcut that the devil will try to offer us in solving the problems. We refuse to participate in it. That is indeed a sign that we really believe that God has given that thing to us when we asked him. Let me say it again as I close. If we pray with faith in our hearts towards God, and we believe that we have received, indeed, we will see the manifestation of the thing that God is trying to give us. You have just listened to a radio message by Pastor Banky. More of this and other messages are available from our website, kwm.com.ng. To contact us, write us at radiosemons at gmail.com. And do not forget to do your part in spreading the kingdom of God by sharing this message with someone else. Thank you for listening. I may mean, the fruit of this word blossom in your life.